I am so happy that you're able to join us for this extended interview. Make sure to visit theoffbeatlife.com. Again, that's theoffbeatlife.com to get more killer resources. All right, so we've been talking about landing a remote job for a while now, but the one thing you're probably most curious about is how to learn the online skills you need to land these jobs. I'm not just talking about getting a brief introduction, but learning from actual accredited schools so you can be taken seriously when you apply for these jobs. You've been waiting for a while, and I'm really sorry about that, but I have finally created a whole page listing the best courses to take from teaching English online to becoming a freelance writer and so much more all from trusted sources that will get you that remote job so if you're ready and serious to take the next step then visit theoffbeatlife.com slash learn online skills to get started again you can visit theoffbeatlife.com slash learn online skills to get started Hey everyone, thank you so much for being here for this extended interview with Merrick where he's going to share with us how to take a long-term career break and travel the world where he's free. So hey Merrick, how are you? Hey Debbie, very very good, thanks for having me. (laughs) Thank you so much for being here. I'm really excited for you to share with us a lot of your tips and tricks on this subject. But before we get to that, can you tell us about you and why you live an offbeat life? Uh, Well, I live an offbeat life because for the last 10 years almost, I've been location independent, working online. I have a travel blog called Indie Traveler. That's my uh, main and only job. And um, uh, my past adventures have involved living in different countries, uh, traveling around the world for two years straight, and uh, in the past years, uh, taking shorter trips to different destinations around the world as well. Love that. It's so much to this journey that you all should listen to. So make sure you listen to his full interview on the podcast as well, because it's it's a lot of things that you've learned throughout this journey. So let's get to how you actually got started with your journey, which was you left a job or you were let go from it. And you ended up taking a long career break that turned into a full-time business. So can you tell (laughs) us about that? And you also have a book about it and you say you can do this worry-free. How do you do this worry-free, Merrick? (laughs) (laughs) Great question. I I guess when I did it, I did have some worries. Uh, so first of all, my worry was, oh, is my career over? Because I had this layoff mm. experience. Uh, and luckily, the company did give a redundancy payment to every employee. So I had some money and I had some time. And I thought, hmm, what could I do? Maybe I could go travel. And I didn't have any travel experience at all. And I just chose Thailand as my destination. Heard nice things about it. I went And I kind of figured things out as I went. And I really went on a backpacking trip where you're trying to, you know, travel on a budget a little bit, go on adventures. And there were certain things that uh, I had to learn during my journey. But in general, I just had a fantastic time. So what was going to be two months in Thailand just to get my head in a different space turned into two years. 
I went traveling all around Southeast Asia. And I went traveling from uh, Mexico down to Argentina in one year, traveling overland. And this has been a phenomenal experience. I think at the beginning, there are worries in your head, like uh, worries maybe about safety or what should you pack on such a big journey? You can overthink things a little bit because it's so so much bigger than just going on one week of holiday that you think you need every piece of survival gear with you and like, you know, pack <laughs> for every possible climate. And, but no, no, you can actually keep it simple. There are many ways to sort things out while you're on the road. If you need if you need to solve a problem, you can probably solve it in most places around the world. And so, yeah, as I as I continued my travels, I realized, ah, you can travel without worries. And uh, you can take a break from the usual rat race or your usual career and truly travel for travel's sake. And I think this is a wonderful and sometimes under-highlighted opportunity. I think for some people, uh, the only way to see the world is to, for instance, work remotely. Uh, and I, mm-hmm. I think that is a good way to do it because it'll give you some wonderful different environments to live in and to explore. But you still have to work. So most of your time is spent during the work. If you can build up some savings and go on a, on a round the world trip or a backpacking trip, you will travel in a very different way. Uh, you can take every opportunity you have to, like if a local says, hey, you want to join us for, uh, for dinner tonight? You can just say, yes, of course. If someone <laughs> says, hey, you want to go on a tour tomorrow and, and check out this crazy volcano? You just say, yes, of course. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, everything is, is a yes, basically. It's a way of seeing the cultures and uh, seeing different countries around the world in a way that is also very different from holidays because of the length of time that you can spend. Yeah. And one of the things that you mentioned before was overpacking because we all tend to overpack, right? And the funny thing to me when when I see people do this, and I have done this myself too, so I'm definitely guilty of that, is just because you're going away to a different place doesn't mean they don't have anything there. Right. So you can <laughs> always buy it somewhere else. And sometimes they're actually cheaper over there. Or you can try new products that you may not even have known about that are really, really good. So it's just so funny because sometimes you try to stuff everything in. We have like 10 like suitcases and then we go there and we're like, oh, they're like everywhere here. And on top of that, they're cheaper. So I love that. <laughs> well, it's so true because uh, I think some people, when they don't know the destination yet, they will pack like they're going on an expedition to Mars or something like that. And, you know, most of the world is is reasonably developed enough for you to solve yeah. anything that, that you may need to solve on the road or if you forgot an item like it's also not the end of the world you could probably buy it there so all this stress is is not so necessary and actually packing light is amazing because mm-hmm. if you want to see many different places in a destination you probably have to move around a lot and if you are just carrying like a huge suitcase or whatever with you everywhere it's just going to be really annoying and if yeah if you yeah. pack light you can just jump on that bus, train, or in the car, or the tuk-tuk, or whatever you, you use, <laughs> and you're a lot more mobile. And funnily enough, I, I now find it less stressful to pack less because I know exactly what's in my bag, and so I won't lose it. 
And if I have loads yeah. of stuff in there, I'm guaranteed to lose something along the way because uh, there's just too much. Yeah, I, I hear you on that because I'm super careless with my things when I travel. So I definitely lose something. Oh, yeah. So I never pack anything important. Yes. So hopefully it's like your toothbrush good. and not your laptop or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That that I never lose because I'm always working on it. So I'm like, if I lose that, oh no. Oh my goodness. But so one of the things that people typically worry about is obviously the money, right? And you talked about having savings first. Is there any amount that somebody should save for or at least you know, how many months should they do it? I guess it depends on how long you're going to travel. But typically, what do you recommend people do in terms of that? It depends on everyone's individual situation and where you want to travel, first of all. Mm -hmm. Because if you're going to go on a long trip, Western Europe may not be the best place because it'll be expensive. If you go to Southeast Asia, as you know, it's it's a lot cheaper there. And uh, you could you know, maybe travel for, let's say, $1,000 a month. You could have per person, you would have your expenses covered pretty easily if you if you travel on a budget and you eat the local food and you perhaps do local tours instead of ones that you buy online. So, yeah, uh, if you can save up a number, it's, it's hard to say because so many people also have different travel styles. Yeah, but I know that... Uh, having some money in the bank at least uh, will make it a little bit easier for you to uh, to travel. And sometimes you'll have additional expenses that you didn't foresee. For example, when I was traveling in the Philippines, actually, I got really into scuba diving and I was glad that I had a little bit of extra savings so I could see all these magical <laughs> creatures. And I didn't know I'd be into scuba diving before I went on my trip. So it's always good to have like 20% extra uh, saved up for what could be the trip of a lifetime? Like you don't want to, don't want to have to worry too much in the moment. Oh, am I spending ten dollars more here than you know yesterday? Or yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I love that, and I think honestly, everybody should be able to do this at least once in their life, absolutely. right? Because you mentioned traveling and working at the same time, and that's all, you know, we, we talk about this a lot, working remotely, being location independent, being able to work and travel at the same time. But there's it doesn't really compare to just being in the moment and not having to worry about anything and just being there to be there. Because as you know, you're a travel blogger. Traveling for you now is essentially work, you know, and (laughs) I'm sure when you're there for a holiday or vacation, I don't know, for me, and I've spoken to a few of my friends are like, even if I'm just there on vacation, if it's somewhere new, I always have to create content because I don't know. (laughs) So it's, it's different, right? It's different when you're just in the moment, you can really see what, what is around you really talk to the people that you want to talk to in the community and also embrace your surroundings because when you're worrying about work and you have a deadline that day the mindset is it's different absolutely is I that think, just yeah. me or is that no definitely <laughs> i think that's very universal uh i think you can be a lot more immersed and a lot more um yeah. uh, spontaneous when you're just traveling for for the fun of traveling something else that that is a great advantage is you don't necessarily need to be connected and to be near Wi-Fi. And yes. even though nomading is fantastic, 
it will limit you to certain like key locations where you know there's going to be a good Wi-Fi, there's going to be a good setup for working, uh, can't be too far off the beaten track. And sometimes I do recommend like off the beaten track locations to some of my digital nomad friends and they're like, yeah, sorry, I cannot there's make no it There's no internet. <laughs> there's no internet or it's too far to go on a weekend, cannot do it. Whereas if you're just traveling, you can go to some crazy places in the middle of the jungle or, you know, wherever it is uh, and, um, and see things that maybe other people cannot see so easily. This is the OG type of backpacking that people used to do, right? Like in, you know, even 10, 15 years ago, this is what we used to do when we would travel and there would be no Wi-Fi, you know, you'd have something, but it, it, it didn't really matter. And now the internet is just so essential, we feel like, to, to our day-to-day that we can't it, it even limits where we travel. You're right. Yeah. <gasps> That's so crazy. <laughs> oh, yes. No. God, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I mean, a long-term trip can be a really good digital detox as well. Mm-hmm. I, as I was traveling month for months on end, I stopped caring so much about the news that I was seeing on my phone or, you know, whatever other crap there was. Uh, and there's something magical about like waking up in the jungles of Laos in like a tree hut and seeing the mist above the jungles and, and hearing the monkeys in the distance and you're not <laughs> online. You're not online at all. And you yeah. slow down and you, you just have your cup of coffee and you're just, you're mindful without having to meditate basically. Like everyone is trying so hard to be mindful, <laughs> but if you're just <laughs> offline for a while, you'll be that by default which is a, a, yeah. a wonderful feeling that um, is quite rare these days. And I think actually travel can bring us back to that place. It's almost like a little cheat code to do that. It's a, it's a quick way to re-experience what that's like. Yeah. And also I'm, I'm thinking about this too, as you're speaking about this, is that not everything you experience that's magical and beautiful has to be shared online. Oh, for sure. And I, I think... Honestly, for me, the last two months, I have been offline and there are moments in my day to day where I'm like, oh, this would be really good to share or and I'm like, no, this is just for me or this is just with my husband or my friends or my best friends. Like it doesn't have to be online for it to actually be a good experience. And I think, you know, at first you're like, oh, my gosh, you know, I want everybody to know this because this is so cool. And then you're like, And then I start to think to myself, I'm like, no, this is cool because it's cool. It's great because it's great. Not because somebody gave me a like or commented something. And I'm like, wow, we've really immersed ourselves in the digital space where you can't even experience something without getting validation that that's a cool thing that you're you're doing. So I think. Being offline, going to these off-the-beaten places, I think is one of the best things that we can do for ourselves, especially, especially now. It's, it's very true. Uh, I think, you know, going away from, from the social media platforms for a bit can be very healthy. But you can also think of it this way. If you don't share it and you had an amazing experience off the beaten track and you're sitting with your friend having, having a drink, you can tell the story in its full glory. Like we, yeah. we still have that. We can say, look, I was, I was there. And then it's, you know, this thing happened and 
was magical. And and it, it, uh, it it's a, a really wonderful experience to share that with someone live rather than uh, yeah. in a quick like you story. you have one witness to it, Merrick. One witness, <laughs> yeah, exactly. not thousands. <laughs> So you're, you know, it wasn't in your imagination, another person, or maybe a few people actually witnessed it. Exactly. So I, I... <laughs> <laughs> you you got to get some people to to write a statement that it actually happened, and then you can take it to your friends. And yeah. Exactly. But like, you're not lying, right? I didn't <laughs> see it on social media, so you might be lying. <laughs> I love that. Well, thank you so much for being here with us and for sharing with us all of these tips. If we want to learn more about you, your journey, where can we find you? There are two ways. My blog is Indie Traveler, where I write about off-the-beaten track destinations. And if people want to learn more about long-term travel and taking a career break and and doing the dream trip that they always wanted to do, uh, then they can check out my book, which is called Travel the World Without Worries. And that's on Amazon as well as on my blog. Love it. So we definitely can't wait to check all of those things out because I'm sure you have a ton more incredible stories during your travels because you've been to pretty much everywhere. So thanks again, Merrick, for being Thank here. You. We really appreciate you. It's been a pleasure. I hope you enjoyed this extended interview with Merrick. Make sure to visit theoffbeatlife.com. Again, that's theoffbeatlife.com to get the full interview where he shares how to turn a sabbatical into a permanent world adventure. Hey friend, have you been wanting to start a podcast? I know it can be overwhelming in the beginning. Believe me, I have been there. Lucky for you, we have created a new site called howtocreatepodcast.com that shares a ton of freebies that can help you get started. From launching, growing to monetizing, we share it all in one place. Visit howtocreatepodcast.com for more information. Thanks for joining me on this extended interview. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. We can also chat some more on Facebook at The OB Life. I'll talk to you soon.